Hi, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the Bell Dumber podcast. I'm your host, founder, and owner of Bell Dumber Media, Max Littman, and I'm here today joined by two fantastic guests. We have Kyle Whitlatch, who already guested before. You should probably know him. If not, I don't really care. And we have Noah Rudnick, a special guest. Right. Noah, you want to introduce yourself? Um, active polling director of Avenatti Pack. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I work in polling and the such. The, the, poli- the politics the, the such. The politics side, yeah. DC hack. So, so we're something like insiders. All, if all three of us collectively put in all our insider knowledge, we're almost insiders. We're not going to reveal any of that insider knowledge. No, because you don't want to listen to a podcast for insider knowledge. You want hot takes. That'd be like insider trading. Like you don't want to get insider trading tips and make tons of money and then still have your spot as a congressman in North Northern New York. That'd be terrible. <laughs> but he's out now. So uh, okay, we're gonna jump in. First up that we want to talk about Louisiana governor. For those who don't know, John Bell Edwards somehow won re-election in Louisiana as a Democrat last week. Uh, some results. First, my hot take of the day question for you, Noah. Did the LSU football game impact the election in any way? There's a, there is a fun study on um, whether like winning football teams actually like help out the incumbent approval rating. And like they found a small bump. I don't necessarily know because I gotta say, and this is for all the 2019 governor races. The polling was really good, especially in a special, which they're oh, they're yeah. typically all over the place. Like they had JB at a pretty consistent lead. Um, I I don't know how like because Trump came and did his rally, so who knows? But the fact that the polling didn't really move that much is a big kudos to people like JMC Analytics and everyone out there doing that. And I uh, think I think a really important point there in that is. Not only was polling fantastic, Trump's visit really didn't seem to do anything. It didn't move the polls much. It didn't put him over the top in Kentucky or in Louisiana. Are Trump's visits, A, losing their effect, or B, do people just not care anymore? I I honestly, like, my theory, based on, like, you can see people signing up and, and registering and voting early when he visits in places. You saw it in, like, even Pennsylvania 18 when they lost. Mm-hmm. But it could also just spark the opposition. Like, I'd love to know if just Trump's visit boosts uh, just turnout for both sides. Yeah, and and what they'll use to defend it and like why the votes are good is because they get a ton of the early voting when he's there. But aren't those just votes that would people would vote regularly? Yeah, I think I saw a really interesting map. Uh, I think I think it was Miles Coleman did it, uh, showing kind of where turnout was up most in between the twenty fifteen. I think it was twenty the twenty fifteen yeah. runoff and the twenty nineteen runoff, and. I think one of the theories, one of the takeaways, obviously, is that turnout was way up in suburban areas and, you know, was down in rural areas, which is obviously good for John Bill Edwards. Um, but just generally, like, the Trump visit obviously gets some people excited on, in one way, but it also pisses off a lot of, you know, really liberal people in the suburbs who are just as motivated to turn out. So I think, like like Max and, and, uh, and Noah were saying, I think, a lot of, in a lot of ways, it was probably a wash. I mean, it's suburbs and cities. You look at New Orleans. New Orleans turned out. New Orleans is a great turnout. Yeah, and and you can see the like the Trump bomb when he did the rally actually did seem to have an effect in North Carolina nine. So it yeah. might just be that it translates differently statewide. I, I know a big thing that when he visits is they really try to blanket the ground with like the local press um, and and get a lot of that attention, and so it helps with that. Um, but that sort of thing, it, it spreads in that entire media market. And it's not just the visit. 
in those few like precincts where it gets people in. But it's something where it's like he's not just an isolated candidate visit. It's something that reverberates statewide. And so, what, I, what I think th that his campaign shop does really well is send him to the small rural places where he has support. The vice president last week was in Marinette, Wisconsin. It was, didn't make any of the big national media views. Who cares? But Marinette, Wisconsin, Waukesha, Wisconsin are the kind of places where if turnout's up in a year, Trump can yeah. really win Wisconsin. And the sort of places Republicans held in Wisconsin when it came to that Supreme Court race. Yeah. Last, and that was like the, yeah. that turnout that really countered some of the more liberal counties. Um, As a Wisconsin resident, I feel terrible. I didn't vote. I didn't live there yet. But I feel just shocked that it went that way after the governor's race. Yeah, that was a big underdog win that nobody really expected. And that was all turnout. They have like, – I mean the Republicans have always had a good turnout machine. They can turn people out like no one's business some of the times. Yeah. But a lot of times time. it's just these higher education, high income mm -hmm. turnout. And like Wisconsin, yeah. they've stayed Republican. And I wonder if there's something to learn from that. It's like, what is it about the Wisconsin suburbs? Uh, a lot of cheese, a lot of few lactose intolerance people. I think I'm the only one in the state these days. You can't eat the Wisconsin cheese? I mean, I eat it. I just feel like it's crap. That's <laughs> <worse>. <laughs> I don't think I've ever felt good after eating cheese curds. Do I do it weekly? Absolutely. All right. Going to move on from Louisiana unless anyone has anything else to say about it. I mean, it was oh, pretty... I, I, actually, I do have yeah. one thing. I do wonder if... One of the big things that John Bell Edwards equivocated on in terms of, like, keeping Democratic principles versus, like, taking Republican issues on was abortion. Yeah. And it seems to have paid off. I, I don't know how many crossover votes he got or, like, how big of a thing it would be if he had vetoed it. But I wonder if one of the big losers of this is going to be, like, pro-choice women in other red areas... If the takeaway from someone running in a more red-leaning district somewhere else in the South or somewhere else anywhere is like, okay, this is the issue that I can cave on and still run, and that makes me electable. I wonder if you'll see more of that like push to restrict abortions by Democrats. And here's a question I'm wondering. if, And I'm sure people will copy this model. They see JBE win in a very conservative Louisiana if this model is successfully copied in, say, Kansas, which has a Senate race coming up, Kansas governor is already blue, but a blue senator in Kansas, other states in the kind of like Midwest clump that can go either way, maybe sometimes. Oklahoma, like Mary Fallon, was super unpopular. Their governor is up in three years. If you get a blue Democrat who's anti-abortion, can they win there? And is it a good, like, is it a good I thing? Don't, I, I genuinely don't know if it'll work, but I think it's going to be tried more. Uh, Bashir won, not. Uh, but also, that, but Bashir yeah, didn't opponent. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I also think, especially when it comes to Louisiana in particular, it's it's consistently like one of the top three most pro life states in the country. The polling yeah. the polling yeah. shows that Louisiana is well, is that an African American voter thing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think. And the Catholics right, uh, right. Obviously, obviously, yeah, you know, yeah, rural, yeah, rural whites yeah. are you know anti-abortion and all that. That's just like they're just Republicans. But also because so much of the Democratic vote in Louisiana is African American, and and consistently their views on abortion are much more conservative than you know white liberals are. Um, it, it 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 I think kind of created a perfect storm. So you know it might it obviously will be replicated in a lot of in a lot of places, but I I just don't know how well it can yeah. be replicated another thing i do want to point out, i know this is sort of dragging on the segment a bunch but the so black turnout was up the people who ran jb and did their polling uh alg 
or Antolin list grove were the same people that dig Doug, Doug Jones's. And this sort of moving the suburbs and boosting up black turnout is the yeah. same. It, that's the blueprint to win these it, days. It's not, mm-hmm. the, it's not the key to winning the South. It is the only way. You have yeah. to get super high black turnout in the final yeah, belt. And you're just – you have to hit three boxes and, or four or just like juggle all these boxes. They're doing it and they're doing what they need to do. And so that's just an impressive track record for them. And I, I think the South is just so wonky. If you look at South Carolina 5, you had Archie Parnell almost win a special election yeah. within four. Now Archie Parnell, for those who don't know, was credibly accused of sexual assault. Um, or something like that. Yeah, like sexual yeah. intimidation, and then also, but that was before. That was that yeah, yeah, no, that after. that was after. Yeah, yeah. No, my point, and that's, but my point was that's why he later got crushed yes. in the general. But I think that's an interesting one. Um, it's one of those districts, it's though. Not, yeah, but it's also like a bluing one. So it's upstate South Carolina, and a lot of stuff there is the trade stuff, and you can yeah. see areas around Greenville getting bluer. Um, so I wonder if the trade stuff is more pertinent there with all the manufacturers than it was in Louisiana. Also, do people care about trade? Like, does the average yeah. person care about trade? Well, other than okay, what so they hear, upstate South Carolina like is manufacturing. Yeah, like that's where all the car companies are. Uh, they use like the Port of Charles. I think they do. Can we say that like Iowa in the general election twenty twenty is a really good litmus test of trade and farmers? Yeah. Well, you saw that in twenty eighteen. There was a there was a study that came out that showed that like as soybean production went up, the House vote went more Democrat. Yeah. So I think you can see that because um, every, every it gets balanced out by other stuff. But everyone says Trump is going to win because the economy is good. The economy is not good in the heartland. Ohio just lost jobs for the first time in like ten years. Yeah. And that's – it's tough. It, what does a president do about the economy a lot of the time? I think Nothing. I think that's a that's a really good question. Like the the economy is not something that the president can just, you know, <laughs> just snap his fingers and – I know, mean he can improve. tweet. He can tweet and change it but yeah, not improve it. But I, I think uh, the bigger the bigger the bigger thing about the economy when it comes to its effect on elections is is people's views on the economy. Yeah. No, yeah. That's right. It's 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 absolutely not like like the jobs numbers are obviously an important part. But who gives who gives a shit? No, the jobs number doesn't mean anything to anyone. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. In the last couple of months, economy's ticked up on priority in Yuga's most important problem by about three percent. But a lot of it's been Republicans, and so I wonder if there's some sort of messaging thing behind it. But it is an interesting thing. You have some of these polling showing that people are getting shakier on economic outlook mm-hmm. and think a recession's coming. There's some people that just have always thought the recession's coming. But I also, I also think Democrats. people yeah. are getting shaky about it just because like, that's what people say. Like You hear the economy's getting shaky, yeah. and so you think the economy's getting shaky. The economy's such an intangible thing that yeah. who knows what the well, fuck I it means. If you watch, do you watch Christmas spending numbers? No. Because, I don't know, maybe Aunt Louise doesn't want a nice gift this year. Like, yes, you should watch Christmas betting numbers, but I don't know. I don't buy Hanukkah gifts for people because I don't like people that much. <laughs> to use my very good anecdote there. I mean, I, I, I do think that Christmas spending is is a pretty good... Can we, can we say holiday spending? Because Christmas spending is oh, pretty yeah. pretty rude to those of us on this podcast that are Jewish, which is, which is the majority. all three of us. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kyle's not Jewish, but you were going to just pretend he is for oh, gonna, reasons. Yeah. Um, but no, I think, I mean, I think, I think holiday and, you know, year end spending in particular is a really good, a really good, you know, barometer of, of where people's opinions are. Remember the stimulus? No one talks about the stimulus anymore. I mean, it's been done for, you know, six years. Yeah. It was just weird. Like, I feel like people want to talk about the government just gave us money. Yeah. I didn't say anything. The same time as (laughs) cash for clunkers. Can we have that again? 
I don't know if it was successful from a policy standpoint. I was a kid, but just the name Cash for Clunkers is incredible. All right. Moving on, because I got a Cash for Clunkers tangent. This is a fun game I'm going to call Bill Weld's Bill Fold. Bill, Bill Weld's Excellent Adventure. Yeah. There has to be something. So, Bill and... So Bill, Bill Weld delegates. is a former representative. No, former governor. Governor of Governor Massachusetts. Oh, he was met. You know, I, term. I, was I, he? Yeah. Mix, mix all of them up. Oh, oh, oh. oh. I mean, yeah. he was probably a state rep at some point. Yeah, like Joe Walsh cares. was a rep. Yeah. No, dude, I was thinking yeah. Joe Walsh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh, fact yeah. that I just mixed up Joe Walsh and Bill Weld can show how well the segment is going to go. <laughs> uh, Bill Weld's wild ride, which I'll also tangent with Joe Walsh's wild ride, like whichever of them catch fire oh, among right. the never Trump Republican community of eight people. He confuses me beyond anything else. Uh, they yeah. had a great debate on Business Insider. It was the two of them. I would rather do anything else in my life. Moderated by Josh Barrow. No, it was, so there were two moderators, and then there were a bunch of technical difficulties. And when they came back, the woman moderator was replaced by like the CEO or owner of Business Insider, and he was way too into asking the questions, and like got super excited, and just kind of like scared me. He's also like way too rich. He made a lot of money off that. Back to Bill Wells, Rod White. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bill Weld or Joe Walsh, whichever does better in the Republican... But they have a different coalition. Yeah, I don't okay. care. In the Republican primaries against Trump, where can they get delegates? <laughs> so we're going to be going around, not lightning style, you can expand upon it a bit, but where do you think they do the best? Let's start with Noah. Alright, um, so Bill Weld is from the North. I, I, the polling has Bill Weld a few points ahead of Joe Walsh, so I'm just going to take him. He's from the Northeast. I think what you have to do is you have to look at places where the delegate threshold hasn't changed, where, like some of the Northeast. Yeah. And I think the big thing is look where Kasich did well. Because um, I think there's still a lot of case people that can vote Democrat but can still vote in the Republican primary and are high turnout people. Because mm-hmm. um, they're educated. So I think, yeah. So I think there's an argument to be made that there's places where like the Cruz people could vote. But so I have to say that the big thing are – the, the big things that I would think are Vermont, where Kasich almost won it in 2016. That's a fun day. Um, <laughs> so I think he could get delegates in Vermont. I think he only need like 15. percent He can, he can get 15. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he gets a delegate in New Hampshire. Um, sure. And then the DC primary, and then maybe some of the islands. But Trump did well in the islands in 2016 with all seven voters. Yeah. I think the D.C. primary is a really good chance for Bill Weld to take, like, 70% of the 50 D.C. Republican primary voters. Yeah. And then Vermont's my big one that I think he'll do well in. Maybe Massachusetts. He might have a base there. I doubt it. Uh, Kyle, you're up. Yeah, I mean, I think Utah is the, is the, is the pretty, is my, is pretty clearly my, my top, my top state. Um, it's very clearly a, an anti-Trump Republican state. I think, you know, the Mormon population is... At least, they vote principally conservative, right? Yeah. They don't they don't just vote for the Republican. They vote for the person who actually upholds their values. I mean, I mean, they put Romney. Yeah, in, yeah, right, right, not exactly. A Trump fan. Are yeah, we, are we gonna bring up the big name here? The E word. Election. Evan McMullen. Oh, oh. <laughs> so a rumor's been going around that Evan McMullen is going to run either in a primary or as an independent for Utah second. Do it. do it. Oh. oh, don't do it. No. That's Mia Lovesey, right? No, 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 no. no, no. Oh, was that Utah, Utah 4? That was Utah yeah, yeah, 4. Yeah, that's Utah 4. Oh, never mind. Do it. I would love to see Evan McMullen in um, Congress just for the memes. What is, is, that, he... is that the provost? So, it might. Did we ever yeah, find out if so. he was so in the McMullen... CIA? 
Wasn't he? I'm pretty sure he was. I thought there was like some article that like he wasn't actually in the CIA. Oh. So, but like McMillan still has some debts to pay off. So if he runs, he can raise money anyway. Um, I think the big thing with McMullen is that, so McMullen helped found the United Utah Party, which ran in, like, the few house seats, and is just like a, we're, like, conservatives, but not Trump conservatives party, and so, like, that's the line that he would take up. I don't know if he runs or not. Um, I mean, I, I can just see him going to Congress and just being, like, a no vote who's also on Twitter all the time, <laughs> like he is now. I, I had to unfollow him, it got too much. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't need it. I've completely forgotten about him because I don't follow um, him. Yeah, but like, there's a chance that he runs again and nobody knows if it's a primary or an independent or if he's going to do it because there was that thing up whether he was going to do it again last cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he just likes to keep his name in the news. I mean, yep. if your name's McMuffin, you got to do it. <laughs> All right, Kyle, you are in Utah. Anywhere else? Um, I mean, I, I think Noah, Noah touched on it. The, the Northeast is, uh, is pretty clearly the next, in my mind, the most next most fertile ground. Um, I think also, again, like Noah, Noah mentioned, you know, the changing of the delegate thresholds or not even allowing, no. you know, Trump opponents to, to run in primaries is obviously, it obviously it's narrows the, the playing field for a lot of these guys. Um, yeah, Obama did a lot of that in 2012. This is like standard incumbent oh, yeah. protection. Obama no, almost lost, Obama in 2012, this is a fun oh, fact, yeah. listeners, uh, Almost lost the West Virginia primary to a felon who was currently in prison, Keith Judd. <laughs> Keith Judd got like 45% of the vote. Yes, it was. And that's a very good indicator of what the citizens of West Virginia think of Obama. And he outright won like 20 or 25 yeah. counties. Like all of the coal fields in, in the southeast or southwest. Yeah, I don't think Trump has a problem there. No. No, 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 no. no. But, uh, I'll go on this for a second. I'm going to just expand on your points. Northeast, anywhere with a higher education low yeah. threshold yeah if your district is 50 plus percent college educated trump is not going to do well there maybe like i mean you're probably gonna be democrat district anyways at that point but yeah to to piggyback on that um three republican governors have come out in favor of impeachment so that's charlie baker in massachusetts yeah. bill scott in vermont and then larry hogan in maryland so maybe checking out those three to see if that sort of like republican virtue signal maybe maryland yeah, I could, see, I could see Maryland. I was going to say Virginia, and then I realized Virginia's Republican Party is, like, Nazi light. Can I say that? No, I, um... No, I can't. Okay. Nominated one, Corey Stewart. That, Corey but Stewart like, is what I was talking about. I, yeah. I'm th- the Republican primary was more Rubio-ish. I think you could still see some Nova defection. No, Nova's going to, at the end of the day, not be for Trump. Like, Nova's going to do what Nova does, but... Down ballot Virginia without the Democrats, Trump's going to. I mean, the run. big question is how many of these Rubio Kasich primary voters just switch over to the Democrats and try to like get a moderate. I think those are. I mean, those are Joe Biden's core, not core base. Those are Joe Biden's ticket to win. Is people like that mm. to win? Joe Biden needs to get the moderates. He has the African American vote locked up. He's going to do great yeah. in the South, uh, and yeah. then he just yeah, needs to a Romney, not say Rubio dumb stuff. Or Romney Kasich, like, what do you do? I mean, I, I don't know if there's been that much focus on them. As someone that, because pe- people say don't exist. Over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As someone that voted for Kasich in the 2016 primary and is now a Democrat, I will be voting for the Democratic nominee. <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna go into our next game. Today's a lot of games. We watched the football game today. I like Ohio State. Fun there's fact. There's still a football game on. Yeah, yeah. The LSU game's on. I'm not. 
56 instinct. Yeah, LSU has been. I wonder if the election. What was the spread on that game? Like, we're not looking it up. We're not touching. No. <laughs> I don't think our How much listeners care. How much money did on it? <laughs> yeah, $1,000 on LSU plus 42.5. All right. <laughs> Going to be doing a buy-sell hold. Totally not ripping this off of any popular election sites podcast. Uh, they don't have a proprietary thing on buy-sell hold. But speaking of betting, thank you for the intro, Kyle. Uh, I'm going to throw out a candidate's name. Uh, I think the listeners can figure out who the candidates were going to be saying and what relates to them all. I'll give you a hint. It's Ron Paul. <laughs> Democratic <laughs> nominees for president. I'm going to say the name. I want buy, sell, hold in a sentence, two sentences, paragraph. One of those paragraphs that you wrote when like the teacher is like, breathing down your neck and like the, the things like – The two run-on sentences with yeah, yeah. five commas each. <laughs> <laughs> When, when the teacher gives you a five-paragraph essay and your fourth and fifth paragraphs are two sentences and it's it's rolling in high school, middle school, that is what we want to do here. College. Uh, and I want an intro, a body, and a conclusion. <laughs> and the intro, has to state, the intro has to state what you're going to say in the body. All right. Number one, Joseph Richard. Is that his middle name? I don't know. Biden. Let's go. Joe Biden, bye. Yes. I mean, oh. bye. He's rebounding oh. in state bowling, rebounding in national bowling. Wait your turn, Kyle. Um, If his main opponent is really Buttigieg, like, he still <laughs> has the black belt locked up. Yes. Are you I... saying Buttigieg has a minority problem? Oh. Yeah. Biden. Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> Biden is a clear buy right now. I think that's I think that's yeah. that's very, very clear to me. Um, I mean, the... the He's ne- always been a buy. The, that's that's interesting. Um. But I mean, I, I think now his stock has dropped among you know elite opinions, and I think he is very clearly underrated in the national, in the national press. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, my opinions on Biden are exactly the same as you two. I would buy all my Biden stock right now. I mean, my personal opinions on him aside, like he just has the path locked up. His burn rate's an issue, and I yes. think I yeah. think his campaign's hopefully going to work. We'll see next filing deadline. I hope his campaign works on it. You can't burn like they're burning. I don't know if they'll work on it. I want to see him keep burning it. I want to see what happens. You, you can't spend the amount he's spending and be fine. But, I mean, he has he has the path. He has the burn rate. Literally, he's like 1% off from 2008 Rudy Giuliani at this point. Hey, Rudy Giuliani is burning a lot of money right now to his lawyers when he gets <laughs> indicted by the, by the Southern District of New York at any moment now. Yeah. It would love if the news breaks during this podcast and we can discuss this. All right, moving on. We got sidetracked there, boys. We got to pick it up. Elizabeth Warren. Oh, Jesus. All right. Um, you want to go first, Kyle? Uh, I, 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 would say hold, hold. I would hold, I would hold yeah. for now. Um, I, I think, feel like such a coward. I, I'm, <laughs> no, I know. I know. I, can we, let's, just, let's just take away hold as an option. Okay, buy or sell. Buy or sell. Uh, for me, I think, I think she is – probably a sell right now. Yeah. Um, I I think maybe if, if her trajectory over the next few weeks continues in the way that it has in the past few weeks, she might become a buy again like Biden has become. Um, I think she is, I mean, she is the candidate that I am planning on voting for right now. Um, so I, 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 I still definitely like her, but I think... Are you going to say that when Tulsi Gabbard's on the race, dude? Come on. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say buy. I'm going to go counter. Um, I think when you look at the field, I don't know who else winds up the opposition candidate to Biden or Buttigieg. Yeah. If one yeah. of them wins, like, Iowa, New Hampshire, and the, the like, left wing is, like, who is going to be the opposition candidate long term, 
I think it's going to be worn instead of burning. Agreed. Yeah. I, oh, I, I'll, I'll agree And so on I that. think I'll just, I would just, because you can't do hold. So, <laughs> um, As we already I don't know if I would sell. I think it might be premature. She already had one bump and then recovered. Yeah. It's still early. I'm going to sell because I think the past couple weeks we saw the first rumblings of attacks on her for real the first yeah. two finds. Her, her, elect, her electability numbers yeah, are bad. Bad since the whole Medicare I, for all thing. It, I mean, Medicare for all, and I think like going back to Pocahontas. And it, I think the Pocahontas is a dumb attack. I don't like Recently, it. Recently, like, she Who lied cares? about her yeah. son attending public school. She just is doing, like, uh, just unforced errors like that is what can cost you in the long term when there's such yeah. a microscope well, on everything right now. The thing is, too, it's this is basic politician stuff. Yeah. These are the sort of things a politician gets caught in. And if you're selling yourself as this populist, even just a normal politician scandal it's a double-edged sword. It hurts more. Yeah. If you're campaigning as this populist candidate. And it's the stuff that Joe Biden just ignores because who cares? He's Joe Biden. We know he's going to say whatever he says. Yeah. Warren should just say she has a stutter. <laughs> For those who don't know, Joe Biden, <laughs> there was some weird take last week that Joe Biden's mishaps and debates and things are because of the stutter he had as a kid. Not, not attacking anyone who stutters, but it's pretty clear that the dude's just like 78 years old. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, the, um, it's the Hawkeye spit. Mm-hmm. Everyone makes fun of Hawkeye in the Marvel movies because he's dumb and he carries around a little bow and arrow. Yeah. And so the writers are like, well, now he has a family in Age of Ultron. Don't you feel bad about making fun of him now? And it's like such a weird shoehorned, like, <laughs> emotional, sad play. And, like, that's what the stutter thing Can I say like. that I kind of just didn't care when his family disappeared? Like, yeah, half of everyone disappeared. Like, your family's not special, bro. I didn't see it. <laughs> that that's my Stephen Hawking take. I'm gonna mark that territory on this podcast. I'm gonna buy. I love Marvel movies. I watched way too many. All right, moving on. Bernard Sanders. I'm gonna get to go first this time. I remember I want to. you talking about him when I was listening to the last podcast, and I know you're not a fan. Sell, sell, sell. <laughs> I hate Bernie. His team is trash. He's trash. He's a grifter. He's made a lot of money as a grifter. He's done great as a grifter. Nina Turner, grifter. Everyone involved in the Bernie campaign is either a bro or a grifter. I really don't like him. I think he has tricked a lot of people. I don't think he's the populist he says he is. But personal feeling aside. Personal feeling aside, I'm going to sell because I think Warren just has more of the lane locked up. And I think his support has eroded to Warren. I think, like, I mean, the real back of his 2016 campaign was, like, college kids. Yeah, which is what it still is. And it still still is. He just has young people. He still is killing in young people. And I think Warren's picking up more and more. Um... Sanders, I think, right now is a buy for me. Um, I think his, uh, I think his popularity is underrated. He comes off as, you know, as much as I hate to admit, he comes off as more, as more likable. I think than Elizabeth oh, Warren. He's a man. Exactly. Oh, you are one hundred percent right. That was my next point. I think it is absolutely a gender thing. That to anybody that knows me, I'm I'm painfully aware of that. Um, but I think. His, the durability of his of his followers is something that could be incredibly beneficial down the stretch. When you know, obviously, he's not going to run out of out of you know money anytime soon. No. Um, but I think with the way that you know, after the heart attack and all that, um, he got the squad endorsement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he got three fourths of the squad endorsement. He got. The, the actual, the main squad. Right. I think Ayanna I think Presley, Ayanna is, Presley way better, is... is way better than the squad. Yes. She's too, she's like the popular girl like hanging around the sets. Yeah. Like, yeah. She'll be yeah. a senator in two I, years. I, I gotta disagree. I think I'm gonna sell Bernie Sanders. Um, I don't, 
he's had all this opportunity to like he has a core, which is good. It's like yeah, fifteen percent, and yeah. they're not leaving him, and they're not leaving him, and they're young. But the only thing is, since he's come in, he's had one mission then, and it's been to expand the base, and he hasn't at all. Yeah, he's done really and, bad like, at that. Is this? I I don't like I, I don't say ceiling because every Democrat has like eighty percent favorable, so their ceiling's eighty percent. Um, I just, he's not expanding his first choice. You were incorrect there. Tulsi Gabbard's favorability is like 12%. Oh yeah, but her unfavorability is only at like 25%. Um, all right. So boys, I hate to say this. We've covered the big three. We have a lot of names to get through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have to go fast here. I want, I want this part down lightning round style. One sentence. I have a lot of thoughts on Deval Patrick though. Like 30 minutes worth. We will save (laughs) Deval Patrick for the end so that everyone can skip over it and knows exactly where it is. All right. Kamala Harris, go. Sell. Why? Her run has been pathetic. Correct. (laughs) Kyle. Sell. Absolutely sell. Uh, me, Sel, those who don't know, she's closed her offices in Iowa. Her campaign, all their staff needs to be fired yesterday. She's hiring Beto staff now because maybe that will Uh-oh. help her. Well, until, like, her sister's still running. Rumor, rumor has it she uh, she had a New Hampshire staffer's drive to Baltimore and then fired them. Which I like. That's commitment. they shit-talking each other in Politico. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> all right. Buddha, and I feel like Harrison Buttigieg can spend a little bit more time on. But, uh, like, that one's good. Yeah. Buttigieg, let's go. Bye. Bye. Oh. Might as well. Yes. Sal, because I don't like him, but by to be realistic. <laughs> his supporters uh, are his supporters are the like white, rich, educated Democrats well, who fair, aren't in other camps. Educated high income whites are the only people who have been moving in this primary. Yeah, no one else so has moved at all. Yeah. Surges or bumps and you buy them because of that, like that's who they're based on. Yeah. So, so I mean it's... the the uneducated, unrich whites are Biden. The or black they're Republicans. Or, well, yeah. well, or they're young and for Bernie. Or they're just like... That's a, uh, that's a, that's a good point. Or they're just like the 3% for Klobuchar. They just haven't moved. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah, I don't know who are three. I've never met a Klobuchar supporter. A Klobhead? Is that what... Okay. <laughs> With that note... She's not even on... I wrote out the list of all the primary candidates from memory here, and I literally forgot to put Klobuchar, so I'm going to do that right now. Klobuchar. Bye. Uh, um, she's at like four... in like Iowa polling she's going to keep making the debates barely and like that's fine so in terms of like I think that she's kind of been left for dead and there's nothing to sell like why not like give give her a shot yeah I think I think buy as well I think buying the fact that she hasn't dropped out yet so like why would she right now unless she runs out of cash and her cash is out she doesn't burn much yeah Yeah, she just chills in Iowa like everyone else Uh, next up uh, Mayor Bloomberg um I buy <laughs> working for Bloomberg. <laughs> so the He's dirty... about to spend thirty million dollars, yeah. thirty one million on it's, TV. It's next not going to go down because of that. <laughs> the, so the, can I buy yeah. purely on that? It's going to have some effect. The dirty secret here is the political consultant class really, really, really wants to work for a guy like Tom Steyer or the guy fifty times more wealthy than him, Mike Bloomberg, who can just throw money at you. Yeah. All he's of us not taking donations. All of so us will cash checks. Stage. But he doesn't uh, need to. He gonna, he's going to pepper the airwaves with anti... From what I'm reading, he's going to do anti-Trump instead of pro-Bloomberg, which is fine. I don't care. He's not registering for New Hampshire. You can't buy him because of... He's not going to be the nominee. You can buy him just because, like, what if 5% of people decide, wow, I really like this mega-rich guy. Yeah, it's... Uh, 
it's I mean I, I saw an analysis of like like the self funders in the race. Uh, you know, John Delaney. Uh, there's one. <laughs> That's the only one. mention he will oh, get. Tom today. Steyer, Tom Steyer, Michael Bloomberg, and just like the magnitude of Bloomberg's. The reason that I I, I think obviously because he's like a zero in my mind. Like buying, there's no risk. are so low. Yeah. He has to dig himself out of such a hole. Um, but the fact is that he has $50 billion. And, you know, he is, I think, this week showing that he's willing to actually spend just like an ungodly amount of money. Is he going to use his like every town machine to get him votes? I can see that working. Starter was using Next Gen. Next yeah. Gen sucks ass though, but like every town actually does good stuff. <laughs> yeah, but Next Gen has a list of yes. a lot of votes. Oh, he's yes. definitely going to use the every town list. Next Gen is literally just a grift city. All right, moving on. Speaking of Next Gen, Steyer, we're going Bye. quick now. Bye. Fine. It's, I mean, I mean, I'm paying zero for the stock, so buy, I guess. Sell because I think Bloomberg big dick the fuck out of him by being so no much way. more rich. No, Bloomberg big dicked him. He's done. Steyer has like five, six percent of these early states. The lane of people yeah. that are voting for who they see on TV is going to go to Bloomberg. Next up, uh, Andrew Yang. God damn. Sell. Yeah. Um, it, I don't even know if he's going to make the December debate. I hope not. Which has been the only, like, real thing keeping him in. He hasn't been gaining anything, and he hasn't been losing, but, like, at a certain point, he's just not going to make it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, for me, he's a sell as well. I think his run, you know, the the shininess, the the shiny allure of he's his... He's also not that entertaining on the debate stage. But, I mean, the, he doesn't get any meme. time, but he with the time he gets... He needs to go full meme. He needs, well, he needs to embrace the hell out of it. Just do he, something. He just says the exact same things, like word for word. We know day. you like UBI. We know you like math education. Uh, my mother's a math UBI educator. UBI is like fairly popular in the Democratic primary. Yeah, uh, but I, I think, or I think among Democrats, even least. even even among its popularity, it's not it's not it's not like yeah. a voting issue for people. Yeah. So even it's not even if, yeah. right right exactly even if you, uh you know even if you, you know bring it up to people, they'll, they'll say, oh yeah, I support a UBI, but they're not going to, they're not going to vote on that issue. They want something else. Yeah, they I mean, other... it's, it's healthcare, it's the economy, it's, you know, beating Trump, it's all this. And yeah. the fact that UBI has never worked, and I'm not going to call it a stupid idea because it's not, it but the, I mean. I'll call it a stupid idea for Max. <laughs> I mean, I want my thousand yang bucks a month, and I'm not going to vote because I want a thousand bucks a month. Uh, yeah. Next up, come on guys, we can't go quick to save our lives. Castro. Sell. 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 He's out. I, yeah, mean, I, I think that's done. pretty clear. Uh, Bullock, uh, Kyle doesn't get to speak. Sell. <laughs> <laughs> Noah. Um, could, he could make an Iowa play, and I think that's why anyone would buy him. Sell. Okay. I can't hold at zero. <laughs> uh, Cory Booker, the other, sell. Road, the other Rhodes Scholar, who has no money. Yeah, sell. Sell? sell? Uh, they just I, got a second super pack. Who's like, who's yeah. like you know what Cory Booker could use? Another it's like, super that pack. that last million. <laughs> it's, it's, Netflix. it's the Netflix CEO who loves charter schools. Reed that's, Hastings, that's, who's given way too much money to Pete Buttigieg, is a terrible person and is why no uh, one should watch Netflix. Watch Disney+. Plus. If you <laughs> donate to us and email me, I will give you my parents' Disney Plus password. Watch Netflix because of the movie Tall Girl. I don't know also, what that is. Also, the end of the effing world from uh, from Channel oh. Four is unbelievably good. I'm but canceling. I'm, uh, I'm canceling as soon as BoJack finishes in January because I'm a sad boy. Next up, Tulsi Gabbard. Um, bye. Bye. Or, uh, uh, yeah, I'll buy. I'll, I'll still buy. If Hillary attacks her again, that's another two points for her. Oh my god, she just has such a ceiling. Her unfazed went up. I mean, yep. yeah, because she sucks. Kyle, buy sell. What are you buying at? 
I'm buying like two, three percent. No, sell, sell, sell for sure. I buy it two percent. I think she could get up to three point five. Uh, and I can't hold Michael Bennett. Buy, buy, buy. What? He's at zero. He's at zero. What? He's at zero percent. I was selling. He could have a moment. He's not going. He's not gonna have a moment, but he could. So confident in that buy. So so I hate the most confident decision. I hate the office. I hate the office. I think it's one of the worst shows ever made, just because it's edgy to say that. And I just didn't find it that funny. But the the one dude, the fat dude, was like, "If you get ten thousand to one odds, take it." This is like a hundred million to one odds. Mm. No, I still wouldn't take it. (laughs) And and the fat dude that dropped is chilly. You do realize that those like the higher odds are the worst. Shut the fat dude dropped the one odds aren't good. The fat dude (laughs) dropped his chili. The fat guy dropped the chili. If you no, as as, the advice the advice from Kevin Malone in the office is that the fat guy. If you if you he's the one who dropped the chili. If you get ten thousand to one odds on anything, you take it. Yeah, so you're giving stupid one. That's his whole character. You think well, I actually watch it up to one, realize that? A hundred million to one? I'll put ten dollars on a hundred million to I one. I not. I won't. I, I don't think Bennett's going anywhere and I'm fairly confident. I'll make that bet right now on a million to one that he doesn't go anywhere. Um and then and then Duval Patrick. Oh hold and on. Delaney. Oh you gonna you're gonna put money on Delaney for a buy? I just like my, okay. one. Michael Bennett is Jewish, that's why I'm gonna buy. If you want the real reason the first Jewish president doesn't have to be Bernie Sanders. It could be the other Jewish candidate running who no one talks about when they say there's a Jewish candidate Jared in the race. <laughs> We're okay. Now we have two left. We have Deval Patrick. We have the field. Noah, go on whatever you want. You have like one minute. No, I, I don't actually have thoughts on Deval Patrick versus I have no clue why he's doing it. I mean, Sally um, came in at the same time as the guy who has actual money. Yeah, I would buy because he literally has nothing. I mean, like worse than Bennett. You think Bain Capital plays well in the Dumb Friend? No, I? I don't. Same. He also had that scandal where he, his brother-in-law moved. It was a sex offender. Um, moved huh. from California to Massachusetts, and like they tried to register him as a sex offender because he moved, and then he like fired everyone that was responsible for that, and tried to like cover it up, and then his like brother assaulted someone else, or brother-in-law assaulted assaulted someone else, and like that oppo dropped the day he got in, and like it's bad yes it is that is like there's actually some oppo on harris that didn't get much play because she was already at like three percent which oppo was it but she didn't like apparently she made a secret deal like not to publicly prosecute uh sexual i, I saw that yeah priests in the church which like, is common. Like that where it's like you have to want like Kelsey gabbard's in a literal cult you have to wonder like what <laughs> stuff is just like oh these candidates aren't a threat anymore i'm not gonna nuke them yeah, i mean there's so <laughs> like, much shit on Tulsi that's got hit with stuff and like it, it, i just Tul- Tulsi dropped her house like... race because she was gonna get nuked out of mm-hmm. orbit she was gonna get like v-satted that's a call of duty reference for all of you listeners yeah. who overlap with call of duty i don't know why i thought it was some obscure political reference it was not we're gonna go last one here the field who is the field any other random pr- oprah the rock i don't Care. Oh. Who else is jumping in? Like mm. deadlines for like no, 10, no, no. Oprah. Oprah. Done. We're done. Michael Avenatti. It is. It is pretty clear to me that the field has settled. Will, settled and will continue to shrink. Um, yeah. I, I don't know who else jumps in. Yeah. I guess Eric Holder. No. Oh Isn't he still on the runway meeting with uh, Bill Clinton and the thing that everyone? No, that was Loretta Lynch. Yeah. That was the stupidest scandal. Like the attorney general met with the former president. Oh no. Yeah. 
Who gives a two care? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they should have known they shook, this were going to I mean, they shook uh, yeah. hands. It's sketchy. There no, shouldn't have been... they talked stuff. There shouldn't have been... They did. Okay, they did. But there shouldn't have been 50 New York Times articles about it. Yeah. All right. We're going to move on from this ridiculously long game of buy-sell hold that was really just a plot for us to talk about all the candidates. A 20-minute lightning round. Don't you love to see it? If we missed anyone, they're included in the field. Okay. Now we're going... Marion Williamson. No. 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 Nope. Cancel. Yeah. She just made like an ad buy. She can make all the astral ad buys she wants. (laughs) Senate flips. Uh, we don't have much time left in this episode that I arbitrarily decide how long they become. <laughs> <laughs> so really, we can do whatever. I, I'm going to a bar in like 20 minutes. Uh, so, wow, so I'm cool. so I have, I'm 21 now, guys. I can do what I want. Uh, okay, Senate He's flips. Lying is 20. Yeah, I'm 19. Uh, most likely, Senate flips. Mm. Let's talk about them. I think we all know them. Yeah. Colorado. Alabama. Mm-hmm. I think those two are done deals. I think um, I I don't know if I would go so far as to Roy say Mark done get deals. nominated again. Yeah, Hicken Looper Hick has wins. like a recent ethics scandal that's going to get played up. I don't think they care there. Well, I mean, I, I don't necessarily think it won't have an effect, right? Like, I, in my mind, I think this is at this point probably a twelve to fourteen point race where with Gardner that's down, the one, yeah, like public poll, yeah, Gardner saying. Gardner down double digits, and I think. You know, if the ethics if the ethics scandal, you know, has some effect. I think it's going to be a lot like Barbara Comstock, too, where you're just, you're going to get money. Yeah. He was finance director for the NRSC. Oh, he'll, like, he'll make bank. He's going to get money. Yeah. And, you, uh, you know, as a Democrat, I am more than happy for the NRSC to spend, you know, to spend $20 million in the Denver media market yeah. in the well, last the two weeks of the campaign. The big thing also is how much did, like, Schumer promise Hickenlooper to get him into uh, that race? A lot. Yeah. A lot. Wouldn't... wouldn't yeah, 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 Hicks getting a good, some good committee. He's like seats. almost raised as much as he did the entire presidential <laughs> yeah. run for the couple weeks he was in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alabama, real quick. I think unless Roy Moore gets a nomination, it's, I think even it's with done. Roy Moore. I don't. With Trump on the yeah. ballot, yeah, yeah. When it's yeah. not a special, because it was yeah. a special. Trump was on the ballot. I think with Trump on the ballot, we could get Senator Moore. I love. You, I, I don't think Roy Moore is going to win a primary. I don't either. Would he get seated? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. Well, I mean, he can't sit at the mall, but he can sit in the Senate. No, but, um, uh, that was funny. Yeah, did it because he's banned from the mall. And, <laughs> and then Arizona is obviously the next. The next. Mark Kelly can fundraise. Yeah, the dude. The dude just uh, makes money. I have like such mixed opinions on Maine because I'm so undecided at this point. You guys want to hear a joke? No. Uh, Mark Kelly's fundraising is out of this world. Okay, listeners. I swear he said it like four I, times I, earlier. I've said yep. that multiple times today. It's because <laughs> he's an astronaut, so he went out of the world, like when the world is Earth, and now his fundraising is very high, so it's sky high. Just like when you're an astronaut, you go sky high. Also, a great Disney movie now on Disney Plus, which you can get a subscription to if you donate money to me, and I will give you my parents' password. <laughs> It's not donating money though. They're just buying a Disney Plus. Discount. No, they're donating money to support this great podcast, uh, and they get the added benefit of my parents' Disney Plus account. Unless they have too many people on it. What in this podcast are they? This is the this is my ad read. Oh, okay. This yeah, I paid three dollars of rum that we're drinking. It was like nine. It was nine ninety nine dollars of rum, listeners. We are drinking rum. It's very nice rum. Okay. Out of a plastic bottle. Your guys' thoughts on Iowa flipping? Joni Ernst. The polls have looked good for Ernst. Yeah. They've looked, because it's Iowa. But I think, we talked about earlier, like, how much do farmers matter here? Yeah, I think the fact that Kim Reynolds won the governor's race is big. Yeah, I do too. 
Um, that was like something. Even like the good pollsters had Hubble, Hubble, whatever. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, uh, up a couple points, and that was just an interesting one. And that was one where she lost three of the four districts. Mm-hmm. That was like her performance in Steve King. And three districts. of the th- three of the four districts were them. Yes, went them. Although I think Dems won the congressional vote in the Iowa. Oh, by a, yeah. by yeah, yeah, yeah. a large margin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was a big thing where it's like really that like northwest corner like won it for her. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think if there had been a candidate like Steve King running, like the, the, yeah. Reason, yeah. the reason the reason she won is because she outran Steve King by God, yes. it must have been oh, yeah, must have been, yeah. been twenty points yeah, in Iowa so. four. Like it was just. It showed that Northwest part yeah. is like is and like the bedrock. Will, I I can't imagine Ernst like getting Steve King twenty eighteen margins. No, no God, gonna be... no, 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 no. So I think that's what they have to overcome. Yeah, I think she's. I think it's one of those white whales for the Democrats where it'll look like Missouri and Clarence Castle. It'll well, look the good, big thing but... with any of these Senate races is that there's going to be so much money and there's yeah. like eight. Senate raises mm-hmm. up for grant. Like they're all gonna get so much cash. And I think and I think the real thing is that the wrong conversation you're not having the right conversation if you're talking about where limited resources are going, because at the end of the day, like if I send if I send an email to, you know, forty thousand Democratic donors, you know, you're just gonna you, you can just raise you can mint money yeah. in this cycle. Was Ernst outraised last quarter? I don't think so. No, 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 no. no she, By she banks, yeah. What, Teresa, uh, okay. uh, Teresa Tomlinson or something? Green, or no, Greenfield. That, Greenfield, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Tomlinson is. Uh, I is thought Greenfield Georgia. raised a, a lot. Oh. Didn't Greenfield raise like over $2 I don't, million I don't, or something? I don't think he already raised But also, her, Georgia. I totally forgot about Georgia. Uh, Georgia, yeah, I don't think either. Georgias. I don't think either. Flip. So, interesting thing about Georgia, one of them is a normal election. Mm hmm. Um, where it's like they have the primary go, mm-hmm. and then the special is a jungle primary. Oh, it's a, I didn't yes. realize the special was a jungle. Yeah. Yep. So like it was for Georgia Six, where it was like if Ossoff could hit fifty. So that's an it, that's just an interesting. It, like, it, it, Ossoff's when, running, right? Yes. Yeah. Ossoff's running for the regular seat, which is a fine play for him. Yes. Yeah. 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 If I remember correctly, they've had trouble getting recruiting somebody yeah, to run in this special. One run. Or. Uh, yeah, running. Yeah, but Sean Nunn like backed out of running for the special. It's. I mean, I think. I think that's actually kind of if you're running for Senate, that's like kind of a rational thing to do because it's. It, I would rather run against somebody rather than running against kind of you know the really? Republican Party as a as a whole. So here's the interesting thing too with that though, because there's been some moves like a Donald Trump Jr. and Donald Trump endorsement and then stuff for Doug Collins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, said I that saw he that. He's going to run regardless of who Kemp picks. Which seems like a nuclear, especially going public. I mean, it's, that, like that's that. the force camp to pick him. Well, yeah, but yes. like, if he doesn't, like, you could see that special, yeah, that, or that jungle be like a multi candidate. I think, I think that's how the Dems pick that up. Is if it's just a like nuclear Donald Trump versus the Kemp in the party. Yeah, is that is that term through twenty twenty? I think so it's you 22. have to run again in twenty two. Yeah, twenty two. Okay, okay, it's but, like McSally's seat, I or think. it's like right, Doug, right, Doug right. Jones' seat. Uh, oh, like Doug Jones and the fact that he has to run two years later. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, McSally, yeah. McSally's seat is gonna, I think, going to flip because how like the optics of her losing and then getting tapped are That'll pretty be terrible. Yeah. Uh, we talked about big money in the Senate race, biggest money, not biggest money, huge money right now, Maine. Yeah, yeah. Gideon's been raising a lot. God. My my take on Gideon's, I think um, she's legit. Maine has like two media markets. Portland <laughs> and Augusta. They're... I mean, oh, I guess three: Portland, Augusta, and then uh, Bangor. Oh yeah, Bangor's a cool city. I mean, I, I think I think 
Maine is gonna is gonna turn out to be like a lot very similar to the way that Montana was in twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah. It's well, it's a small yeah. it's a small state. I not think many anyone people... saying this is two thousand eight again has not been paying attention to any Senate race since two thousand. Correct. Yeah, but I but I mean I I, I think I think that... both parties are taking it seriously too. Yeah, I, I mean yes. Um, I mean Susan has to take it seriously. Yeah, especially given her favorability among Democrats has just she she used clip. to get crossover votes. She's not getting any crossover votes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, gonna go kind of quick here because we're at a lot of time. Kind of quick. I just want your quick thoughts. Alaska. People are saying it could flip. It's a weird who, state. Who is saying that? Uh, some guy on Twitter. <laughs> which is ninety which percent is of what we all say uh, is just regurgitated shit of what yeah, people say. Fair. Someone said on Twitter last week. That's fair. Um, zero zero uh, percent. I say like five percent. You know, that's a weird state. I guess if you gave me sure. twenty, I guess if you gave me twenty to one to flip, I might take that. Can yeah. I talk about Kevin the Chili Guy? Again? <laughs> Yeah, if you if you give me ten thousand to one, I'll I'll yeah. take that on. There's on. a better chance of Alaska Senate flipping than Michael Bennett ever getting more than two percent. Uh, Alaska's house seat's probably going to be up open in a couple of years. That'd yeah. be cool. Um, oh, Young's like old. Yeah, yeah, that's dark though. I mean, um, I'm not saying he's going to die. I'm saying he could retire. No way. No, he, no, he is dying. He is dying in office. If he's dying in office, like yes. I mean. <laughs> Dude's old, like it might come to that. <laughs> no, there's no way. <laughs> that, um, that yeah, yeah. What's her name? The independent ran uh, Elise Galvin. Ran. Yeah, I think she's yeah. running again. And there's an the governor. Shit is weird. Oh uh, uh, yeah. North. Uh, real quick, one. we're good with Alaska, North Carolina. I think the the Dem doesn't have a good bench. Have they have a bad bench? North either Carolina. Either one raised a lot of money. Cal Cunningham raised over a million dollars. Which is not that much. That's, that's an well, okay haul. Well, well, well. I mean, Sarah Gideon raised like four million. raised like six million. I think, I think, I think that is a, <laughs> I, I think that is not a fair comparison. Um, that race has not gotten nearly as much attention. Correct. Yeah, but and that's I, his fault. Yeah. I, he needs to, he needs to get it in the news more. I just think, I just think. What's what's the guy's name? The incumbent. Cal Cunningham. Oh, uh, Tom Tillis. Tom. T- oh, yeah. I think Tom Tillis is not nearly. I don't as think he's. I don't think he's a good candidate. Sally. Or or Susan Collins. I just yeah. think I think he's run under the radar, and I think I think that is really good for him. In and his case. name is Tom with an H. I just hate that. Really? <laughs> Tom I, like I hate it. that. Yes. I it's, like it. It means his parents had to take like the extra time to say, you know what? Let's be edgy. Let's not. Is it short for Thomas? I I'm sure know. it is. It but like, the fact is. that he. Like no, I like it. There's so many Toms that don't have an H. Thomas yes. Tillis is a Republican name through and through. Thomas Tillis was never going to be a Democrat. Uh, all right. Except he probably was a Democrat when he was a kid. Come more takes here. I think we talked about this in the last podcast. Amy McGrath. I'm going to talk here for a minute, boys. You're going to have to be quiet. Uh, so, as the owner of the Bell Dumber, the Bell Dumber is awarding the Grifter of the Year award to Amy McGrath and everyone in her political machine. She's a grifter. If you're listening to this, do not donate to Amy McGrath. You are no, donating to her. You are burning your money. Donate it to literally anyone else. Donate it to me. Donate it to your parents. Buy your kids like something nice. Buy your kids an Xbox. They deserve it more than Amy McGrath deserves to just throw stupid ads about her military service. And literally, that's it. No policies. She was in the military. I'm glad she was. Good for her. Nice job. Okay. Moving on. Matt Jones isn't running because she played dirty tricks and got him kicked off. 
the Kentucky. That's hilarious. Like, good, I love Matt Jones. We're giving Matt Jones the non-grifter of the year award here at the Bell Dumber. Oh, what? <laughs> the anti-grifter. Yes, he gets the anti-grifter. Amy McGrath, do not donate. She's going to lose by 25 to McConnell. If McConnell, if she beats McConnell, I will chug three beers and then do a whole podcast. That is going to be my bet There's here. There's no way. There's no way. And I like chugging beer, so either way, I'm, I'm set. Uh, I drink, guys. Can't you tell? <laughs> uh, you're so cool. Such a badass. I know. Let's wrap up this podcast with any other Senate seats you guys find interesting. If there are any, Michigan is going to go blue. Gary Peters is fine. Thank you. Anyone else have anything? Um, I I actually kind of disagree with that. I think um, Gary Peters is more vulnerable than people realize. Uh, I think 2014 was a Michigan, the Senate race in 2014 is just, like, insane. Like, I have no idea how that happened. Um, but I think, based on the fact that I think his, his name ID is, like, under 30% or something, yeah. he has... I, I actually, I haven't really decided whether that's a net positive for him or a net negative. Um, but I think, I think he is... The way that... Um, uh, his opponent, the guy who ran against um, uh, Debbie Sabinow, um, I think John that James? yeah, John James. Oh, okay, yeah. Shoot, John I mean, James wins the second grifter of the year award. He's a grifter. What? No, he's a fantastic really? candidate. He's a scary like good candidate. I just don't like him. Well, he, I mean, I don't like him either. But I mean, do I call people I don't what? like grifters? Yes, I do. Am I ashamed? Not, not particularly. Does I that think make you a grifter. I if anyone actually gave me money rather than me gravel and ask it, would I don't make money. I think I think Michigan Senate is a five point race. I think it Agreed. is. Agreed. I think I think I think five. I would be shocked if it was a double digit race. Um, I, I do think Gary Peters wins just because Michigan is uh, the suburbs are growing faster than the the the, the upper peninsula and rurals are growing or are getting red. Um, yeah. What other what other Senate races? Um, you know, I think that's all the Senate we can talk about. Texas. Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh God. if we're going to not give money to Amy McGrath, don't give money to whoever is in Texas. MJ Hager. <laughs> Do not give money to MJ Hager. If you, you, There's no difference in my mind between Amy McGrath and MJ Hager. Give money to Colin Allred. Give money to yes. Lucy McBath. No, don't, give money, don't give money to anyone. That they, Save your money. That's the moral of the story yeah. is invest in your your children's future. <laughs> Donate to your kid's 529 plan instead of giving to candidates. And give money to Pack Avenatti. Yeah, and give, give money, money to, to my Venmo, Noah <laughs> Rundick. I'm gonna, KB, KBW0214. If I knew how to edit podcasts, clearly if you've made it to this point, you know we can't edit podcasts. I have no editing skills, no real technical skills whatsoever. I can't Venmo, I can't, I can't bleep that out or anything. I don't know how, but like if I could, I would. We're going to wrap this up because all of us are on our phones and I want to watch the rest of college football. And I just want to say thank you all for listening. I hope you learned something. There's like a combined 150 IQ points in this room right now. Is that good? None of which are mine. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great night, everyone. Uh, I think I'm going to write another Bell Dumber when I have time. I don't have time anymore in my life. I mean, you just recorded a podcast. I did just record a podcast, which (laughs) is way easier than writing. I'll write one of these days for you all. Uh, Have a great night. And remember, if you donate to Amy McGrath, you deserve to have your money taken. You might as well just buy Bitcoin. Thank you. Donate to Jill Stein. Yes.